Hello everyone, this is Mike again, coming to you from his job as a security officer. And I just want to give a shout out to one of my first listeners, Brian Patterson. And he's uh, my one of my supervisors who stops by once a week see how things are going and I told him about my podcast and uh, he agreed to listen to it in fact I showed it to him on the phone so I am excited about that and um, at my zoom meeting last night I uh, mentioned it to some of my fellow my brothers after the meeting of course um We broke up into our respective rooms. I wasn't planning on doing that, but, you know, you you have to advertise these things some way. And since our social interaction is limited, then that's uh, how you have to do it sometimes. (laughs) You have to talk it up. So I have, and um, I'm looking forward to getting many more listeners and hopefully... Uh, spread the word, so to speak. Um, I think uh, one thing I'm going to talk about is money. Uh, We know the Bible says that the Bible doesn't say money is bad. In fact, it actually says money is for protection. The love of money is what's bad. That's what causes problems. But we all need money, and um, there's nothing wrong with money in in and of itself. But uh, what I wanted to talk about first with money is it's interesting the effect it has on you and your attitude. Like I myself, I find that when I'm financially low... I uh, I have a different attitude. I have a more humble attitude, I guess. Um, I don't know what that speaks about my character, but just being honest. But as soon as I get a little money in my pocket, I have find I have less humility. I'm a little more aggressive, you know, and uh, have a different attitude. You know, as soon as I get some money in my account, And uh, it's interesting how that works, you know. That's why I've often said I I would not want to be, I've told myself this and I've told others that I would not want to be a millionaire um, because I know it would, it would change me, it would change my life. I would have all these people coming out of the woodwork most of whom I probably wouldn't know, wanting to be my friend. And, you know, uh, I definitely don't need that. You know, I want real friends. I want people to like me, warts and all, whether I have a little bit of money or none. And uh, I think a lot of people would agree with me. But it's just interesting how money does change you in subtle ways 
So uh, I'm glad though that um, I've always, I've never made a lot of money, um, but I've always been pretty good at saving money. Uh, even like uh, when I was a kid, you know, most kids, uh, they get their allowance, you know, and they got to go out and spend it. Get candy or whatever or or save up and buy something, some toy. I'm talking about when I was a kid. I know these days kids, they buy all kinds of electronic stuff or videos or whatnot or $100 sneakers because that's probably how much allowance some of them get. So anyway, uh, when I was a kid, I got a dollar allowance, okay? And I'm not complaining because I got a dollar whether I did anything or not, you know? My father would come home on payday, you know, back in the day when you actually got, he got paid in cash and he would bring home his little pay envelope and, I, you know, and he would give me my dollar and, oh, I was so excited. And But I didn't take it and spend it. I would take it put in my piggy bank and save that's just the kind of kid I was I just you know and I didn't you know I'll be honest I didn't have a whole lot of friends maybe if I was more popular and outgoing I would have been different about money but I chose to save my money and that kind of carried me through my whole life although there were times when um, you know just like in the Bible it speaks about the Apostle Paul, or some people call him Saint Paul, although you know he was uh, he was a special man, but he was not a saint. He he did some bad things in his life, but um, he eventually became a Christian. But he said that he had learned he had learned the secret of having much and the secret of having little, and um, I would say that I have pretty much, I'm not going to say mastered it, but I've learned to get by on little, on what little I have, and um, I'm glad I have that skill, especially since now I'm married, and I'm basically, you know, the guy with the money, my wife works hard, but right now because of the situation, she's not able to work as much, but thank God, I still have my job. And uh, also collecting Social Security. And I make just enough. I'm, you're allowed to make so much, as you know, with Social Security. But um, I do not supersede. I don't make more than I'm supposed to. I make just the right amount. So I thank Jehovah for that. So money is definitely an important part of our lives. Um, but it's not... <clears throat> It is not our prime, my prime purpose for living. Although, I do like having money in my pocket. I admit that. It does feel good, you know, to have some plastic and some real money. So, um, I guess I've kind of exhausted that subject. Um, I'd wanted to talk more about my... Uh, my experience in Germany. I mentioned before that I went there as a kid, you know, and it was a 
uh, a great experience in retrospect. It was kind of scary and crazy at the time. I told you in previous episodes about our adventures aboard our ship, both of which were disasters, but we survived them and lived to tell about them. And uh, another thing I forgot to mention, uh, when I was in Germany, went there as a little kid, of course, I, I wound up going to school, so I definitely had to learn the language. But when you're that age, you know, I learned something. You learn quick. Even though I was not a generally quick learner, I learned to speak German. And I spoke after a while. I, well, I'm going to say I spoke like a native, but maybe the other kids there might not agree. But I spoke just as well as, as they did after a certain period of time, after a short period of time. But here's the crazy part. I actually forgot how to speak English. So uh, I had to relearn how to speak English when we came back to the States. And I did that too relatively quickly, but that was such a weird experience. I know as an adult, um, I later went to a Spanish congregation of Jehovah's Witnesses and um, I learned how to speak passable Spanish. It's, it's more like Spanglish. But I met people there who said, you know, you really know you know the language when you start forgetting your native, your first language. And that certainly was the true uh, truth with me when I was a little boy. I actually forgot my native, uh, my native tongue, which was English. So, um, yeah, in Germany, a lot of interesting things happen. I, I mentioned that uh, at some point my father had to go back to the States because he was unable to, to get work in Germany. You know, it's a much smaller country, uh, less opportunities, especially they're not as friendly to foreigners as America was at that time. So that was another problem. But, uh, you know, we made the best of it. And uh, it was kind of fun in a lot of ways, you know, being a kid in this little cow town village. Um, you know, the kids, we would go hunting for frogs and snails and stuff like that because, you know, we were kids. We didn't, they didn't do things like smoke and, and do immoral things that you do when you get older, <laughs> right? We were kids. We played some soccer and... Um, just enjoyed uh, that kind of life. And uh, in Germany, school is somewhat different. Um, the days, they don't have the days are shorter. Okay, there's about, they're about four hours long. And I remember they had shifts, like the, the early, one, sh one grade would go early in the morning, like about six o'clock and then finish up by nine or 10. And then the next shift would come in and go till about lunchtime. So that was uh, six days a week. You had school six days a week. So Saturdays you went to school, but the, they were shorter. And you didn't have as long a summer vacation. Uh, I think it was about a month. But then they got had something at harvest time. The German expression is called Kartoffelferien, which means basically potato vacation you got time off at the harvest um, because the kids had to help the kids who were 
lived on farms, had to help their families to harvest the potatoes and other crops for like, I think it was two, three weeks she got off. And I got off even though I didn't live on a farm. So I guess that kind of balanced things out as far as uh, vacation was concerned. So um, school in Germany, you know, they have they seem to have a better, more vocational structure there. Um, here in America, you could go to school till you're 25 and have no idea what you're going to wind up doing in life. In Germany, by the time you're 14, you're an apprentice. You know, you're e- or either that or you're you're going you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer or some other professional. But otherwise, you um, you learn whatever your vocation is. And they had school for everything, even. Here in America, it's on-the-job training for a lot of jobs. There in Germany, you even learn how to work in a grocery store or or a baker. You went to school for all that, all that stuff. And so it's different, right? A lot of differences. And uh, I remember at uh, one point, I even... I was there long enough, I even started to wear lederhosen and hood, which is the... Those leather pants that the little that the kids wear who live up in the mountains and they have the green pointy hats and the feather in it. I have pictures of myself wearing that. And oh, there's some beautiful country that we got to see. Um, going, went up to the mountains. Um, I think in Switzerland we went up on one of those cable cars and wow, that was breathtaking. We have pictures of that. And um, that was really awesome. And we got to go to um, uh, the place where they did the Passion Play about Jesus every 10 years in this little German town. And uh, we didn't get to see the Passion Play, but we got to see the town where it was held. And I think there's some posters and signs advertising that Passion Play. And many other beautiful areas in Germany. The Black Forest, which is in German, it's called Schwarzwald. And um, we got to see that. And uh, and, and Germany is a country of uh, bicycle, much bicycle riding. They have bike paths everywhere, which is so cool. You know, almost, I'm not going to say as much as for cars, but a lot more than... A lot of other places here, you know. So you can really enjoy bicycle riding in Germany. It is a big sport there. And I was glad that uh, when I learned how to ride my bike, uh, I could enjoy that. I had a nice bike (laughs) that my parents bought me. The first one was way too big. And I think, you know, for some reason they got me a girl's bike. It It was gigantic. I could barely get on it, but... They fixed it. They got me a boy's bike, and it was a nice one. It was a nice, sporty-looking bike with a speedometer. And I remember when we came back to America, we we brought that back with us, and I enjoyed riding that bike around the neighborhood, and the kids all thought, wow, what a cool bike this kid has. They didn't think I was cool, but my bike was cool. So... uh, Let's see the, well, again, uh, near the time for me to do my tour. In about 15 minutes, I'm gonna do that. 
so um, I think I will conclude this last podcast and I I continue to enjoy doing this and for my future listeners or listener I thank you in advance for listening to this take care and be safe